0: Initiating update. Three, two, one, go. What is everyone? Welcome to the Nerd on Update, the weekly show where we talk about the stuff in the news that excites us and we answer questions from you, uh, the people. Um, And since we don't introduce the hosts, and I always start it off, uh, why don't I go ahead and just jump right in with Josh's news? (laughs) Hell yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> my news is uh much shorter just
1: because it's more so announcements that came out today. Um I'll just start off with the uh the, the mega bomb. Chris Pratt has been cast as Garfield in an upcoming so cool. animated uh he's so cool. He's so cool. Um, so cool. not it's a sure me, a Garfield. Uh, not sure how to feel about it. So especially I feel like we just reported that he was cast as Mario, so I'm like, okay. I, I,
2: the way I say it, I I, I think I, I Instagrammed it. This man is about to be the voice of an entire generation of children. <laughs> <laughs> like he is going to be. It's I, the only thing I can think about. is like Tara Strong or Tom Kenny, right? Of like they just voice so many people, mm-hmm. and it's all those like. But the thing is, like, this is gonna be for live action or for for a film, right? So I don't know, you know, like Vin Diesel and Iron Giant, right? Like, I don't know that many animated films that was like such like like close would probably be like Robin Williams and Genie, right? Yeah. But like, uh, you know, the the other voice actors I mentioned earlier of like a whole generation were like for animated TV shows. So that's just, uh, yeah. I don't know. Part of me kind of hopes that whatever studio owns the rights to Garfield, that's just like. A cover up for
0: something dumb and bad, <laughs> and it's like it this makes, is just I a mean, fake. Thinking, it makes more sense than Mario to me. Yeah, I can see that. If, I, Definitely. if I'm t- totally transparent, like when someone told me that, I was like, "Okay, yeah, oh yeah, that <laughs> yeah. I can see that. Yeah, 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 um, yeah." So you know, hopefully, we'll get that in the future. And Jason Momoa's Frost the Snowman. Who knows? Yeah. what could happen. Yeah. Voice voiceover world. <laughs> uh, my next,
1: <laughs> My next news, my last news <laughs> is, uh, it came out just a couple hours ago, actually. Um, Norman Reedus. Hot off the sure. presses? Hot off the presses, kind of. Uh, Norman Reedus, Sean Patrick Flannery, and director Troy Duffy mm. are mm. reuniting for Boondock Saints 3. Um, I'm super excited uh, because I loved... I loved one. Two was okay, but I loved and I, I enjoyed it because it was it was them. I just think that they're two so dope. Was, if
0: you're a fan of the first one, two was fun.
1: Yeah, it was fun. Um, I'm kind of I'm a little bit surprised. I don't know if anybody here has watched the documentary overnight. Um, nope. mm-hmm. It's the making of Boondock Saints, and you learn a mm. lot about Troy Duffy in the first. Uh, he wasn't a great guy. Um, mm. Not a very great guy. Uh, I'll just put it lightly like that. Great documentary. Really interesting. Uh, But I was reading through this article and a lot of people say that he has grown a lot as a person uh, and as a director. So, I mean, I don't remember when the second one. Oh, it was 2009 when the second one came out. So 12 years. Well, I mean, they don't start shooting until May. So longer uh, so I mean that's it's interesting I'm really really excited to actually have that team together it sounds like they're all three kind of working together to make sure that it's a good script Um, so yeah I that's that's exciting Boondock Saints 3 see what happens I I,
0: I know that um, Billy Connolly who who plays the, their father in the, in the, mm-hmm. in the- spoilers I remember it's not a spoiler <laughs> <laughs> over 20 year old yeah <laughs> He uh, I can't remember if he's in the second one or not, it's been so long. I've seen the first one a lot, the second one, I've only seen once or twice. But uh, I know he's been dealing with health issues, he was diagnosed mm. with Parkinson five oh, or six years yeah. ago, and it's been tough. But I would love like a cameo because I love Billy Connolly. For those who don't know who that is from Budok Saints, have you ever seen Muppet Treasure Island? <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, he's Jim, 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 Jimmy, Jim, 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 that's him, Jim, oh, the black Jim, spot. Jim. <laughs> That's Bill Coy, he was uh Blackbeard's first mate. Or, not Blackbeard. Uh... Bluebeard. No. Redbeard. No. Uh, 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 Curly Baby uh, uh,
2: Jones Locker.
0: No, from <laughs> Treasure Island, who Who? Tim Curry plays. Oh, Flying Dutchman. Mr. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, that's Billy Connolly. I hope he makes a cameo that would make just the icing on the cake. He's a, yeah. he's a wonderful, wonderful I love performer. the
1: first one. I'd love to do an episode on it.
0: Hey, we'll write it down.
2: Tom, what you got? We'll add it to the list. Uh, for me, my news is a little interesting. Um, so, a while ago, uh, in 2017, uh, Warner Brothers and DC Films released a film known to the world as Justice League. And uh, we all... Anytime uh, I hear you
0: say 2017, <laughs> I know what it's going to be. <laughs>
2: it's not going to be the start of uh, Nerd On. It'll be this. No, no, no. Um And... Um, uh, the, after that film had came out and was the lowest-grossing film of the DC Slate at the time, uh, it um, uh, there was talks that Ava DuVernay was going to work on a New Gods film. If you're not familiar with New Gods, it is a Jack Kirby creation. Um, Fourth World um, was created because when he left... Um, uh marvel comics because he didn't like how they were treating him there he went over to dc and just created all of this space opera storyline with the with high father new genesis mr miracle all these people and that's where Darkseid came from and when jack kirby left uh, dc to go back to marvel uh, dc just kind of rolled it into their pantheon of characters um, which existed on their outside their own plane of existence so they don't exists there are multiversal entities so there's one dark side in the entire multiverse um so Ava DuVernay uh is said to write and direct this film um after coming Mm. off of I think a wrinkle in time and uh which didn't do too well for Disney um uh critically and or commercially uh regardless Ava DuVernay is still like a powerhouse name um recruits uh Tom King who is a former counter-terrorist uh uh combatant for the cia who uh now has written uh comic books and is best known for the eisner winning comic mr miracle um and which is dealing with a lot of new uh fourth fourth world or uh new gods and uh everyone was pretty excited um because someone you know in the comic world was going into the movies x y and z um Except that already happened with Jeff Johns, and that's how you know Justice League became the Justice League in 2017. Uh, so a lot of people were just kind of like, I don't know how to feel. Um, that being said, four, five, uh, three, four years later, uh, recently in 2021, it was announced that these were certain DC films that were canceled, The Trench being one of them. And The Trench, which was James Wan's uh, project, was actually going to be like an Alien-esque movie with Black Manta surviving The Trench. Mm. Um, which could have been pretty cool. Um, that being said, um Yeah yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, do a II, yeah, <gasps> portraying his Black Manta and going through the trench and surviving it. Um I want and it. and uh it'd be cool. But uh Eva Duvernay recently did, I think, a press junket for maybe may one of her projects or uh Array, uh, which is her own company that uh is signal boosting for people who are below uh the line in production, and um a bit like a uh uh, uh uh a soundbite. Uh, permeated through the internet and it was that uh, there were things happening with other film projects that had her film shelved. Um, a lot of people who are speculating positive things are saying that maybe they just want to see where kind of like the 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 dust settles. A lot of journalists are kind of pointing that the Snyder Cut killed it. Um, a lot of other people on the internet are saying like...
0: Put blame on the Snyder Cut.
2: Yeah, which a lot of people want to write the narrative that a white man's movie takes away a black woman's movie, Um, which is, I tend to find kind of lazy storytelling or writing and journalistic integrity because, um, you know, back in 2020, when they announced the Snyder Cut during fandom or showed a a trailer of it, they had already talked about a multiverse. They already had the Joker in the work. They already had the Joker. They were working on the Batman. So they were already saying, like, Things don't always have to connect. Um, a lot. Right. It's 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 a very muddy, messy, controversial thing at this point. Where now, um, people are just getting kind of really sh- crappy about it on the internet, to say the least. So uh, it, th- th- there's just talks about new gods where they should be uh, portraying dark side and how that should be. Um, and I, there, there, it's just an interesting if you look at the timeline when people found out, like after 2017, but before, like let's say 2019, that Darkseid was supposed to be in the film, Granny Goodness and Assad, and Ava DuVernay's film was supposed to also have Darkseid, High Father, Mr. Miracle, Big Barda, the Furies. Um, it's it's just kind of like there's not a real reason why they should have just canceled the film, other than like. I mean, if people like one thing, they get to have both. They already have two Flashes, and they had a scene where both of them were coexisting. We already have right. three yeah. Batman, which is Keaton, Ben Affleck, and Robert Pattinson. So it's uh, it's very weird. Uh, that being said, uh, the second part is also weird fandom news where uh, a lot of people are being very, very impatient with uh, the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer and going on to all these Sony videos and trailers on their YouTube channel for Morbius and uh, films like Uncharted uh, and uh, disliking it and saying they need to release the uh, Spider-Man trailer, Um, which uh, has been seen before. Um, People uh, who want to kind of besmirch anything will kind of like find something to to trash like Captain Marvel was getting review bombed before the movie even came out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people were going on the IMDb page uh, trying to have uh, trying trying to lower the the grade for for right, yeah exactly yeah, for his Kong. Mm-hmm. So it's a it's 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 a it's a, it's a tough time. It's a tough so time cool. right now. Yeah, uh, to be a fan and see all that stuff happen. So, oh my uh, gosh! Don't, moral <laughs> yeah. lesson of the day: uh, Don't be stupid, stupid, as Philip DeFranco says. It's like uh, that, but that's
0: that. Uh, <laughs> you know, Mister Incredible when incredible. He's like, "Incredible Boys," like you're not affiliated with me. That's how I feel yeah. about some fandoms. Yeah, <laughs> like, so, I'm uh, like I'm a Star Wars fan. Yeah. Isn't Star Wars pretty toxic. Yeah, down with you. You're not affiliated with me. <laughs> I love Star Wars.
2: <laughs> yeah, so uh, there's that. Uh, don't don't be shitty and uh,
0: and call people out on their on their bullshit. Uh, who's next? That would be Corey. That would be me with the final news. Uh, Oh oh my, leaks galore Uh, for a new game uh, coming from Warner Brothers called Multiverses. It is a Smash Brothers-inspired platformer that has uh, yet to be confirmed. However, Warner Brothers keeps striking any YouTube video that uh, has the leaked images involved. So we're going to go ahead and and, uh, not use those in our video today. Uh, But (laughs) a a, a big leak was that there was a screen grab uh, of the roster uh and if this is confirmed to be true it's pretty exciting um so far we have who you might think from warner brothers we have things like batman wonder woman harley quinn superman uh but then it kind of dips further into their uh their portfolio of characters with things like bugs bunny tom and jerry uh jake and finn from adventure time steven universe and gandalf the gray um so (laughs) it's we know Corey's main already exciting uh, uh we know my main. <laughs> um so obviously people are assuming there's going to be some Harry Potter characters in there as well. Uh there's also uh some leaks talking about LeBron James being a DLC download uh in the future. Um and they are going to be using uh from what it looks like in the leaks, Smash Brothers in uh, uh basically they're fighting uh programming as well. So it's going to be So a, it's space jam the video clone. game. Yeah, Space Jam the video game <laughs> using all the Warner Brothers uh, property, much like Nickelodeon's uh, recent one as well. So, cool. they're jumping in, they're jumping in and they're throwing it all in. Uh, Gandalf surprised me. I'll be really honest with you. Uh, all the other ones really made sense. Shaggy didn't make too much sense, uh, but there you have it. Um, oh, yeah, I'm more and more leaks su- are are coming out as we speak. Again, nothing is it, nothing's. Been confirmed, uh, but Warner Brothers has taken action to, to remove images from uh the interwebs of these leaks. So. so
2: hey, Warner Brothers, I know you're listening. Uh you got Warner Brothers Interactive, which is your gaming arm, um, and you typically use Nether Realms or Montreal. Um uh, so it's not uh, Nether Realms is not involved with this. Uh, that's the only
0: thing I know for sure.
2: Yeah, they're the ones that typically do the Mortal Kombats and that all gets mm-hmm. released through Warner Brothers. Uh that being said, two things to learn from Nickelodeon if you don't have the voice lines it's not gonna matter um people want to <laughs> hear these characters um and also mm-hmm. if you're uh if you're not uh polished and you have like dumb AOE moves like reptar no one's gonna play this because they're gonna find out how hobbled together this game is that being said I feel like what it should have been it should have been Looney Tunes kaboom and it should be only the Looney Tunes fighting, and then all the WB characters are just season pass characters. Because you really kind of want to focus it. This just feels too much like IP battle, instead of like, yep. make it about the Looney Tunes fighting each other, because you have a giant roster with that to begin with. Tweety fighting Taz would be great. And then when you add like, oh, let's bring in uh, Duck Do- Rick Sanchez Dodgers.
0: is one of the confirmed ones.
2: Yeah, like if they could bring in like, the comic book version or the, the cartoon versions of Batman and Superman, that would make more sense. But if it's going to have like this mesh of live action characters it, and then not live action. It is the
0: cartoon versions of, of so far what it looks like it is the, the cartoon versions of Superman, uh, Wonder okay. Woman, Batman, and Harley Quinn. Okay. Um, so
2: um, With Gandalf, yeah, that, that'll be, I, if they get the uh, rotoscope Gandalf from the children's animated movie,
0: cool From 1970s yeah hell yeah, yeah. In. <laughs> uh, yeah he I, looks pretty cartoony as well it looks like they have a an, a, a, a blanket aesthetic that mm-hmm. they're kind of going for for all these characters um so i'll be intrigued to see where that that goes anyway that's I'll, my new multiverses I'll, I'll tell you right now also the good way to do the skins is to have the different
2: versions iterations of those characters
0: yeah getting off yeah, the I mean. white getting off the gray I was gonna Which say you wizards. get you
2: get the blue suit Batman, you get the Bruce Tim Batman, mm-hmm. and then you get, you know. And then it just yep. turns so, into Arkham style and you have like 50 Again.
0: <laughs> nothing confirmed.
2: Yeah. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If you do it, this nudge, is how you nudge. have to do it. Big old you know what I mean? Yeah. This is how you say have no to more. do it. That's how you have to do it. Uh <laughs> What's Awesome. The next
1: next part of our show is in which we answer questions from you, the people. And if you would like to submit Mm -hmm. questions, there are a number of ways that you can do so. But the easiest way to remember all of the ways is go to nerdon.tv backslash questions and you can see a form, an email. The easiest way and the way that I see used the most is to join our Discord, nerdon.tv backslash Discord. There are servers within that that you can submit your questions. And if you are a member of the NerdOn Nation, powered by Patreon, not only do you get to support us and get a whole bunch of bonus content, but you get what we call the NerdOn Nudge, where Mm -hmm. we answer your questions first. And you can ask questions like, Jeremy M. asks... If you could make a new chimera species of any two existing animals, extant or extinct, what would they be? And what would you name your new species?
0: Oh, I accidentally entered this on another episode. Crow shark. Crow shark. <laughs> Body of a crow, head of a shark, with a fin. Crow shark. <laughs> I'm here for it. Uh, crow shark. Gotta hold on to something while you're flying on it, you know, yeah. or swimming on it, so... Uh, but I don't know what I'd call it because Crok or Shro doesn't really sound very cool. No. Um So uh, Croc. uh Croak, Hammer Crow, Croak, <laughs> <The, yeah>. Shroke. <laughs> Croak, Shroke Two. Shro- <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a good Pokemon. Shroak NATO Shroak the Musical. <laughs> uh, so, but that would be my that would be my pick, or, like or a Raven, Shraven.
2: Uh, okay. How about uh, you, Josh?
1: Um, on the spot, I think like a common house cat and a dog, like a, like a,
0: uh, cat dog, cat dog. I know cat dog. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but back in town, i kind of cruising the cat dog town.
2: Exactly.
1: I just, let's make cat dog.
2: Okay. it'd um, be the most cuddly, it's
1: such a cool, is this species. for, is this to
2: have as a pet or just to create an animal? I
0: think it's just... I would animal. take... Oh, or you could take a phantom and a boy named Danny. Phantom. No. Danny <laughs> Phantom. Phantom. Ballsy. Uh, That's for Mamba. That's from maybe, Mamba. Maybe because I'm a
2: monster. <laughs> I would probably want to combine a pig and a okay. crab. Oh, So there's certain crabs on the East Coast... So a crib? ...that you can rip their arms off and then throw them back in the ocean... Because their arms will go back. And that's like a very sustainable way that a lot of like restaurants do it because they don't want to just kill all the crabs. Um, So they just get the arm, rip that off, throw that crab back in the ocean. So you do that with pigs though, and you have bacon for eggs. That's good. Bacon for days, bacon for years. You know what I'm saying? And it's highly sustainable. You know what I'm saying? You right. I'm trying to try, I'm trying to make a I'm trying to make a business and trying to yeah. make a it's a surf and turf, you know what I'm saying? You Got meat and seafood at the same time. Yeah, it's yeah, healthy. Hey. Got omega fats in there, you know? it's <laughs> you know, you got to bring it to a crab boil but also bring it to a, you know, Ooh, barbecue a crab at the same boil. Time.
0: Bacon of the sea.
2: Yeah, you know. It's good. It's, it's uh it's good to ingest. It's Bacon good of to the enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: We'll can it. We'll uh, Um,
2: sell it in marketplaces. um, And and I'm calling it a Krig. A (laughs) Krig? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it sounds dumb. I thought of it afterwards. Because it sounds
1: dumb, so it must be good.
2: And I'm going to say, get the (laughs) Krig. Release the (laughs) Krig. (laughs) Krig. That's mine. Nice,
1: nice. Uh, Next question comes from Spencer. I don't know if this question was answered before, but if you could experience something for the first time again, what would it be? I think for me, it would first. either be Avengers Endgame or KOTOR.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my heart. He knows how to cut to the core of me, Baxter. Uh, you guys go. I won't, I won't say either of those. You go, you go. Um. Besides Zack Snyder's Justice League, Tom, something you, you can choose? experience for the first time again, what would it be? Um...
2: It would probably be. Um, This is a sentimental answer. Maybe the day that my dad gave me my Charizard card. And then this is the real Aww. Tom answer. Oh, Maybe yeah. the time I lost my virginity. Because <laughs> it was a little Occo Taco for a so There you go. That could, I could really go back and be like, you yeah, know, I would have liked to have like a, a great first time. <laughs> Instead of this like... <sighs> I'm, just, I'm glad the second time was good, but the first time.
0: <laughs> um, I think it'd be my wedding for sure. Mm. There, So much goes by so quickly. Like I only remember uh, the five minutes we took, like right after we got married, we took five minutes just to ourselves in a room and just was just like, we did it, that's it, we're married. Uh, but everything else just goes by so quick that it's, and you're, you're so concerned and, and doing that thing where you have to check in with everyone at the wedding because everyone wants to check in with you, you know. Uh, and so it would be cool to, to redo that again and then just kind of take it, take it all in because it goes by so quick. That's actually
1: kind of related to my, my answer, which is kind of related to the next question. But uh, my honeymoon would be amazing. Uh, there you go. Uh, it was just... It was a road trip in Ireland, and it was just... It was my first time out of the country, and I was just... And it was what we... Because we didn't have a, a a wedding. We just used the money for the uh, the honeymoon, and we just had a great time. And it was just... We just got in the car and sometimes we'd be like, oh, the GPS says there's a castle over here. Yeah, let's go check that out. And we just were like, we have to get from here to here by this time. That's it. So no plans. Let's just go out there. And it was a lot of fun. It was you learn a lot on a road trip when you're in a marriage. Yeah, I think. Or in a relationship, yeah. period. Uh next question. Yes, please. Okay. It comes from T Dog eighty two eighty two. What was the first vacation you went outside of the country and how was it? I'll just keep talking because it's the same thing. It was my honeymoon. It was the first time I went out of the country to a European country. And I was just completely just like, Bonnie has traveled a lot around the world. And so she kind of was like the 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 person that like knew what to anger, expect. Rock. Yeah, yeah that, it was like... Okay, this is what we're going to do next, and this is how we get to point A from point A to point B, and uh, it was just a really, it was a dope honeymoon. It was a dope trip. It's very exciting. Corey, you or me?
0: I can go. Um, for me, it was a uh, trip to Mexico to build houses, part of uh, Rotary Club that uh, my then girlfriend was a part of. Um, and I uh, learned more Spanish in those, like that week I was there than I did in my two years I took in school. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're, you're, you're submersed mo- in it. Most of it was me trying to fit in with her friends. <laughs> so I didn't love it. <laughs> <laughs> Good times. Um, Good. They were all kind Sweet. of preppy jockey cool, guys, cool, cool, and cool. I was the theater kid. Uh, um, so you fit
1: in real. I was nice. Trying to play
0: football with them, yeah. I was trying to play like that. They're very nice. They, they liked me because uh, eventually we were playing football, and I dove for a catch, and I dislocated my shoulder against a truck, uh, and then I popped it back in. Like a thinking. badass. <laughs> well, because I I have a sh- my shoulder pop sometimes, and so I knew what to do. So I popped it back in immediately, and they were like, "Whoa, this guy's cool." And that was my end. Just had to damage myself first Fucking have for to them to like yourself. me. Is that don't how, do that, yeah. Is that, kid that how boys, and works? girls at home.
2: <laughs> Every everyone under like, the age of of I don't know. Just don't do that shit. Don't hurt yourself to make other people like you. That's stupid. No, no. Shit. anyone no, under dumb. the age of hundred, don't yeah, do don't that. Don't fucking do that. Yeah. <laughs> so
0: that was my first trip. My my first trip out of the U.S. was building a house in Tijuana with the the Rotary nice. Club of nice, Nevada nice. High School.
2: Um. Mine is probably the only time I've ever been out of the the country was uh, to Thailand. Uh, And uh, I I went as a child, but the one that I actually remember when I was 14 or 13. um, Yeah, 13. Was I 13? I might have been 13. I was going into high school. It was eighth grade to to freshman year of high school. And uh, my parent, my dad, it was on my dad's side. Uh, He wanted to, he needed to go visit his family because we had an aunt who was uh, sick. And, uh, this is probably one of the last few times he saw her. And, uh, so I went up there for a month and, um, you know, humid, uh, pop- uh, humid area. You learn a lot. Um, you know, you wake up, you're sweating. You take a shower, you're sweating, and uh, you iron your clothes because that's the normal thing you do in Thailand. Also, uh, the national anthem plays every four p.m. and everyone stops moving and everyone observes that fucking <laughs> anthem playing. Um, I got to see pipe, uh, like plumbing over my head because the 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 plumbing system there is whack. Um, you you really hold your shits. Because you cool. want to use a real whack. toilet, the plumbing <laughs> whack. Um, and uh, when they don't have plumbing, they have holes in the ground, and you take a little dookie, and uh, you got a little water faucet next to you, and uh, a little a bu- gun. No, a little bucket, and yeah. uh, you just you just you know give yourself the good old manual bidet. And uh, yeah, uh, that being said, then you go back to the restaurant that you're eating at, and um, you know uh, it, it was it uh, was it was quite the experience. Uh definitely got. Bit by like giant ants, I would slap, wake up, slapping my leg, and just see a bunch of blood on my hands, and I was like, "Oh, they ate all they- I was like, "They ate the shit out of me." Um, but I got a lot of good food. Got to see uh, You're a the lot of buffet, the- as we
1: you you have established that
2: you are the buffet. Yeah. Oh, I am teriyaki sauce to all insects. So uh, Thailand, <laughs> Thailand was mine. Uh, nice. Is that the last question? Yeah, you Tom you have the Tom
0: eat. Tom and I put away some, can put away some KBBQ when the time calls for it. Yeah. I tried so to take
1: Bonnie to Korean barbecue the other night, but it was so busy that the wait was so long.
2: It
0: was oh, like, wow. No. It's worth it. No, it is. Well, it just depends it. which one you go to, too. That's true.
2: Um, so we'll start out the questions I got from the chat. I got a lot of questions um, from, uh, 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 from the last few weeks. So I'm going to try to go through as many as we can, and Josh will just mm-hmm. keep time. Uh, that being said, we'll start with the first one from tonight. 1992 Johnny Horror F- from any Star Wars. If you were a Jedi, who would be your master?
0: Oh man, good question. Qui Gon, uh, if he uh, lived. If not, Obi Wan. Uh, any Jedi? It has to be
2: a Jedi, right? It can't be a Sith. To be my master, okay? Because
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think Qui Gon was the, the for me. Assuming he would live and teach me until I was, you know what I mean. I'm I'm pre-Anakin. I would be Qui-Gon for sure. Like that would be my my, my go-to choice for a, a a Jedi master. But again, if he is out of the picture cuz he gets dead, um then then like Obi-Wan <laughs> for that. sure is my, um, is my choice. Obi-Wan is 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 technically one of the most skilled lightsaber duelists in the universe we don't, don't really we don't care. we don't
2: need we don't need to curve the curve, curve the expectations for me and josh um yeah. hey Maybe i'm just letting you know
0: <laughs> for those you you know if you know you know
2: um for me uh badass motherfucker mace windu baby well, yeah. mace, windu. mace windu would teach me because he knows uh dark and light baby and uh purple and also he's probably gonna be like hey man Get yourself a colorful lightsaber so you could see yourself amongst them all. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I know, I feel you. And uh also uh he never really lost a fight. You know, he just got you know backstabbed. So you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's that. Josh? Uh well,
1: Mace Windu was gonna be. My <laughs> you could so, do Mace Windu. Yeah. Or gonna, you could do Yoda. <laughs> I uh I, I'm still it gonna literally say doesn't Mace say window. choose Windu. different. No, 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 yeah. I know uh yeah i i I just dug him you know boom yeah solid solid
2: next question uh i think this is a uh i think we can make a diverse uh answer per person uh this is from Dougler 93 where does the poop come out of
1: i think it was relating to a previous question
2: oh it's probably like an animal right yeah one of the animals yep (laughs) well i'm gonna say it comes out of the booty hole uh next question (laughs) (laughs) from uh, Black Diablo Mamba. Oh, I have a question. Will there be a nerd on
0: Haunted House or Escape Room? Eventually, yeah. I like like Escape Rooms a lot. I'd do an Escape Room next year. Okay.
2: (laughs) For Halloween. Yeah. Uh, I mean... Have you done an Escape Room, Josh?
1: I have not. I've never had anybody to go with. There's been so many in... There's like three
2: close to me. <laughs> there is like a serial killer one next to me. And I'm like, I want to go to this one. I, I love puzzles and 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 clues and and figuring out kind of like weird questions like that. So uh yeah, I could be down for that. I could be really down with that. Uh next question. Next question. All right. Uh from Ethan Who. Who is your favorite? Fiction, what is your favorite fictional pet and why is it Jeff the Land shark? <laughs> uh
1: Josh I think I think dragons count Dragonheart.
2: Uh, uh, the dragon. Draco.
1: Draco. I just think I mean no, he's not a pet, but kind of he's a he's a creature and I dig. I like dragons. Dragons are
2: cool. I like turtles. I like (laughs) like turtles. I
1: like dragons. Dragons are cool, so I like dragons. It's like Uh, a dinosaur, but better.
0: Um, I don't know. I don't know. Uh you know who I always thought had a cool, like a personality I vibed with was Raja. Okay. Mm. From Aladdin. I see it. Um I always thought he was like Chill. I thought he was chill as hell. It was like looking out for people, you know. Didn't trust Aladdin because he was, you know, catfishing her hella hard. But, um, <laughs> not wrong. Yeah. I I, 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 for now, I'll say Raja. I'm sure there's, there's an answer I'm missing. Uh, fictional. Like a, some pet. sort of raven or crow that I'm not. The only raven and crows I can think of is Professor Scribes. Those aren't nice crows. <laughs> <laughs> um, fictional. I don't like being alone fictional pet
2: um i mean it's it's appa i was just gonna yep App, App, appa's a big a big boy uh you just wants take to a sleep, nap on him eat some cabbages fly around cabbages. you know the ori- the r- original airbenders uh but jeff the land shark is a is a cute little one um yeah. that, uh, that's
0: deadpool yes right okay i believe so I yes didn't remember.
2: Um, Zell, uh, asks, uh, what is your favorite genre of video games? I think that's a pretty good question. Josh?
0: Mm-hmm. Favorite genre of video games? I favorite think... Favorite
2: genre of video
1: games. I know that I have a lot of fun in, like, cooperative first-person shooters, but the ones that I spend a lot of time in are, thing, like, great expanding RPGs, like like the Final Fantasies or uh, The Witcher 3, like ones that have just like huge open worlds. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I like those ones that keep you busy for months. Months. Mm. I'm still working on The Witcher 3. <laughs> yeah. Corey? Um.
0: For me, it's definitely, I mean, I love, I love turn-based RPGs. Uh, I love the type of strategy that that comes along with. Um using a certain amount of actions on your turn and, and strats. it's like, you know, it's like a little game of chess, but you get to build your own pieces. Uh and so like much like Knights of the Old Republic, how that's kind of turn-based in a sense, uh, which mm-hmm. is why I really love it. You get to deposit, strategize, press play. But like I all started with Pokemon, obviously. Uh the turn-based RPGs for me it started with Pokemon and went on to the early Final Fantasy games before they switched to the non-turn-based. And uh yeah, I just I love i love rpgs uh what's uh, just so i get it right
2: what's the difference between mm-hmm. sandbox and open world like the uh, same shit right this is how you explain of. it yeah okay because uh, what, what i was gonna say was like i couldn't
0: not... put it into terms for you honestly yeah because what i'm gonna say is like it's not really
2: open world it's like to me like uh, a great game is kind of like like a bloodborne or like uh like a spider-man like, mm. where it's like, it's not open world-ish, but you can kind of go anywhere and you can kind of determine how quickly you progress. Like, to me, open world kind of like, I kind of want to, like, it's a lot for me. <laughs> it's a lot. And uh, I kind of just want to be like, I want you to tell me a story. I want to be kind of enticed to, to for you to tell me the story as I'm playing it. And I want there to be a very engaging, act like, active battle Fighting style where, like, I'm learning and I'm getting better, and it's hard, but it's also very, like, I'm getting better as a player. I can actually feel the developers teaching me how to play their game. So, um, I'm reading in the chat, sandbox is kind of more like you can build your own, but open to world is just pre generated world. So, I would say, I guess these are kind of open world, but the thing is, like, with Bloodborne, yeah,
0: so, so it's yeah, yeah, there's overlap, it says with a lot of them, but sandbox mm-hmm. would be like Minecraft or something like Grand Theft Auto where you don't really require quests to do stuff you can mm-hmm. but you can also just play the game without doing the story ever yeah so where, i think we're open world there's a story that you have to kind of progress okay so spider-man but, but would be a sandbox
2: a and then bloodborne would probably be an open world because like you mm-hmm. do have to like open go anywhere parts of it to like in order to progress and all that stuff so that's then, my understanding okay well, yeah, in a perfect blend, it would be like the locomotion of Spider-Man, but the the fighting mechanics of Bloodborne. I feel like it's pretty simple, but it's it's very uh, uh, punishing if you're not on top of it. Uh, mm-hmm. Next question? Yeah, next question. Uh, from Thomas LaRio, who's smarter, Professor Hulk or the brain from the Brotherhood of Evil? That is a good question. And I, don't I, think I would, know. would have to say... It's probably Professor Hulk I feel like uh, the thing is Professor Hulk has to solve problems while the brain from the Brotherhood of Evil has to create problems and problems are meant to be solved so who's more adept at at, at proving their intellect someone who creates the issue or someone who fixes the issue you know what I mean you know what I'm saying It'll some people that, man. Some people like a steak. Some people like a salmon. You know what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Um, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> you know I'm saying? So, uh, that's, whatever that's, Tom that's, says, that's, that's what my I answer.
2: I think Professor Hulk because it is supposed to be like the added sum of intellect between Banner and Hulk um, and then Brain from the... He's pretty evil. Um, but also, he's smart enough to just make himself like a... a brain body robot thing why couldn't you make yourself have like an actual arm body
0: robot thing baby so that's (laughs) that's just me
2: um brain body robot thing next question sure yeah
0: Yeah. gamer fuji Fuji
2: asks another question what's a game that you like but don't feel was perfect and what would you change to make it so
0: hmm that's a really good question um Okay, mm. this is a this is a throwback. First one that comes to mind. Um, I day one bought Army of Two when it came out. Ah, uh, <laughs> to play to play online with my buddy. I was living in New York at the time. Played a Tasty Money. Shout out. Um, and we bought Army of Two, and it was a really fun game. It's not perfect by any means, um, but but we had a blast playing through the whole thing. Like it was one of those games that like we'd get, I'd get home from work and I'd be like, "Are you on?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm getting on right now." Um, but the last boss you play through this whole game, oh. you're chasing this guy, and the I think final I remember you telling me this is a cinematic. It's you a, you don't a get to um, f- yeah. fight him. It's not even a. It's not uh, even a, uh, uh, a action. A quick event. time event. Yeah. It's not a quick time event. It's just you get to the rooftop, and then the game cinematically plays out, and you don't get to kill him yourself. And it was just such a, a boner killer because <laughs> you're just like, I want to kill this guy. Um, so I think the Army of Two was pretty good, or Mercenaries Two also was so fun.
2: Josh,
1: um, you guys probably know my answer. Uh, Fallout, Fallout seventy six, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love that game. I've had Destiny 2. <laughs> I love Fallout seventy six. I've had a. I've gained some really amazing friends that uh, just. It's a great community. I had a lot of fun with it until I didn't. And they keep releasing content that's just like, they kind of release boring content that you, they give no inspiration to continue. For people that are like high level, like I am, there's no, for me anyway, I know that there are people that are still actively playing and love the game, but they don't. More power to them. Yeah, all power to them. I think that's amazing. Um but for me, they give no inspiration to really... Incentive
0: to return. Yeah, exactly.
1: Right? The replayability of something like that. Like I didn't even feel inspired to finish the last DLC for The Brotherhood of Steel. I was kind of like... It was almost like I felt scorned. <laughs> like a friend of mine, we we were talking about it when we started playing uh, Back for Blood. It was just like, I feel like they keep releasing content and putting this really nice paint on it. And making it seem like it's really, it's all about spin, uh, making it seem like, ah, yeah. oh, this is really cool. And then you get into it and you're like, bro, it would have taken this me. This is the same stuff. This is the same. It's the same. And I don't, I don't care.
0: <laughs> yeah. And they got to do something like that. I will give it credit where credit's due. World of Warcraft, when they released an expansion, uh, you know, there's been some flops, obviously. Like I wasn't, I could be in the minority for this, but I wasn't a huge fan. Of, Mists of Pandaria, and I was not a big fan of the last expansion they released, um, Battle for Azeroth. Was was the thing about them though is they unlock new parts of this map, so you literally have a new world to explore every time with new missions. Like when Cataclysm came out, Cataclysm for World of Warcraft was huge because they literally a dragon in the storyline flew over the map and scorched the earth. So you had these places that you've known for years that were just torn apart. Yeah, uh, and so, credit where credit's due, you need something like that. Yeah, it's 76. like fall, you need like a game
1: world-changing event. Yeah, they released two of these like major world bosses, and that was almost two years ago. Yeah. And we haven't seen anything new but events that they keep recycling and recycling. And you're like, Cool, bro. This is dope. Nope. Sick. Uh, <laughs> Sick, bro. My
2: my answer would probably be um I'll, I'll do I'll do kind of an easy one because I, I have thought about this a lot. Um, Pokemon Sword and Shield, um, mm-hmm. and the thing I would change about it is just restructuring the story of the game because they so in every Pokemon game like the the normal thing is you battle people so you can get something so you can go to the end game like battle royale spot and then you use your team that you trained up and you have a rival. And there's always this organization or this weird kind of subplot to deal with like the legendary Pokemon. Now, in this game in particular, uh, all that is saved up to for the very end. So you're playing the game and you're just like, okay, cool. My team's getting stronger. I'm catching new things. I'm in this new town. I'm learning the new mechanics of the wild area, which is fun and cool. But like, I don't know where these legendary Pokemon are going to pop up. And it isn't until right before you quote unquote beat the campaign of the game where you you know, win against the the Elite Four in the Pokemon League, which again they've updated, reskinned to make it look all more uh, appealing. You as a player just kind of feel like this is so um, truncated and thrown at the end, preventing you from actually beating the game. And you're thrown into the story that you don't care about because you have no connection. There is no like antagonistic team working against you mm-hmm. like the predecessors had. Um, and so, what I say, like the story overall needs to change because. Players should want to feel like they're accomplishing things, right? Um, and then secondary, you want them to feel like they want they want to collect Pokemon. Um, and so if you try, kind of change the story and how it's paced out, and have a longer end game, because there's no real post game after the the, the Pokemon League, other than you getting a Dynamax Charizard and then capturing the legendary Pokemon at the very end, which typically has never happened. You typically capture the legendary Pokemon before you even get to the 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 Elite Four, which I think is good because it does feel very weird that you caught this like legendary ultimate Pokemon and now you had to battle some random casuals who couldn't fucking do it. Um, <laughs> right. And then, uh, so if they do it where like, yeah, the legendary Pokemon catcher at the end, you're now the champion, yada yada, that's fine. But then they have to add like three or four more hours of gameplay of like, now you're going on to this place where not even the champion's gone before, like a Mount Moon or I mean, like a Mount Silver or like these four islands where like. The the people who train the strongest trainers are now there. You're like, oh my God. And they like kind of exiled themselves from ever like training Pokemon. So they only have one Pokemon and they're really, really good. And it's like really, really strong. And it's like it feels hard and it feels challenging. And then finally, when you like beat them, then it unlocks the sacred like resting place of this legendary Pokemon that you 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 worked with, that you used in the story. But now you get to capture it. And now it feels like, okay, cool. Like it feels good. It doesn't feel like this truncated bull crap. And then, like, once... Because once you beat the Indigo Plateau, you're kind of like, I'm done. Or the, the, the Pokemon League, you're like, I'm done. And I don't need to play. scene. Yeah, and uh, games that have allowed you... Pokemon games that have allowed you to, to want to play more because they open a new region, or you could battle the gyms again, or capturing a legendary Pokemon, or capturing the roaming Pokemon. Those are the games that actually like, okay, cool, you, you've found a way to make... But you can make,
0: Dynamax!
2: You, you found a way to make this... 40 to 60 dollar game be worth more and i think that's really the trick to a pokemon game is to make it feel like it's worth the time worth the cost it doesn't have to be long but it has to feel well paced out
0: bro that's why i'm jumping back into the the silver and 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 pearl uh i mean silver the
2: silver and pearl platinum and pearl when they when they come out you mean the ruby and white
0: yeah ruby and white (laughs) um no platinum and pearl because it was exactly that like that was that 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 to me is like one of my favorite, besides Red, just for nostalgia reasons. But I thought Platinum and Pro were such a good game because they provided that kind of experience. You know, you can go in the caves later and dig around in the caves, and anyway, Giratina, yeah. all that stuff.
1: Um, I think that should be that's the last it. question. Yeah, that's, that's it. Uh, that is this week's update. Everybody at home, thank you so much for for watching if you are on YouTube or live here on Twitch Mondays 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time is when we go live uh, thank you for everybody that's hanging out in the chat if you are listening on your favorite podcast app thank you so much for listening uh, that's that means a lot we appreciate you please stop by rate and review wherever you are listening or watching share us with your friends your family family share, <laughs> share us with your family uh, oh also, my
2: god like a family plan. that's what i just remembered oh god
1: uh share us with your family uh you can remember all of this housekeeping if you go on over to our website nerdon.tv it has all of that information all of the links all of our episodes we're nearing 400 total that nerdon has made so many so many and another little illuminati (laughs) illuminati one little piece of housekeeping since we do housekeeping at the end I'm going to throw this in there. Get 20% off and free shipping over on manscape.com with the promo code nerd on. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscape.com.
0: Buy one there. for a Christmas present for someone. Yeah, it's Christmas great. present. Uh Buy it for
1: yourself. They have a new products coming out soon that they were telling us about, so check it out. Check them it's out.
2: It's 20% on everything. So yep. use it on everything, baby.
1: Yep, and that's a that's a big discount. So uh, that's it. it. That is the episode. Thank you so much. We heart you all. Take care of yourselves. You know the drill. As always, nerd Nerd on.
2: on.